Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast series. It's being recorded as part of National Apprenticeship Week 2021. Um, today we really wanted to talk to you about apprenticeships within our aviation industry um, and share what's currently available, available um, what opportunities there are within aviation, particularly around apprenticeships. Um, and also to talk a little bit about what might be out there that's you know not currently being offered or might be in development that could be of an interest in the future. So joining us today is Karen Blackham, um, who is one of our senior HR business partners for aviation based in Heathrow. Hi, Karen. Hi, Ellie, how are you? Hi. I'm really well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today um, to, to support with um, apprenticeships within aviation and to um, share some of your views and some of your um, insights and your knowledge, uh, particularly within aviation for apprenticeships. Um, My pleasure. It's great to be here. Thank you for asking thank me. Thank you. So I thought one of the, the, the best thing to start off with really when we're talking about apprenticeships is actually for some of our listeners that might be listening to the podcast, they might not have a, a huge overview or a huge amount of knowledge about what apprenticeships are. And um, we have recorded a podcast this week that does go into a lot more detail around apprenticeships, um, what they are, why we support them um, at a much deeper level um, that is available on the hub. But I thought it'd be nice to give to sort of start off the podcast by just giving a brief overview of apprenticeships, if that works for you, Karen. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. So. Apprenticeships are um, really about developing our people uh, across our service lines. And that's really key to us as a business. And it's really key um, to be able to support people who are on apprenticeships. Another thing with apprenticeships is it really builds your knowledge, it builds your skills, and it builds your behaviors within your chosen career path. So the way apprenticeships work are you would do an apprenticeship that has um, a match with the current role that you are current that you are doing. So, for example, if I was in a customer service based role, there are customer service apprenticeships um, that would really teach me and build my knowledge, build my skills and build my customer service behaviours that I would then be able to really practically bring back into the workplace and put into practice within my my job role. So it really matches what you're currently doing to give you the, the most practical way to, to learn those skills. Because as, as humans, as adults, that's one of the most practical ways to learn. You learn by doing. And I think, you know, that actually speaks to a lot of people um, as opposed to sitting in a classroom or doing some uh, knowledge learning and then at a later stage having the opportunity to put that into practice. So that's where apprenticeships are really great because it really enables you to perform at your highest potential and to really develop within your chosen career path, your chosen field, um, and to do that really practically and, you know, while still working at the same time. Um, and, it, and it can help build your academic capabilities, but those those practical elements as well. And it's it's to a nationally recognised standard. So I think that's something to bring in as well. It's not a Wilson James thing. This is a nationally recognised standard. Um, from an employer point of view, it's fabulous because we've got the um, 
government support in terms of we've got that funding already so we're able to put people and support people through apprenticeships um, and we're also able to get the best out of our, our learners and our apprentices because we're able to practically support them through that apprenticeship journey so they can bring those skills that they are learning back into their workplace to make them and to support them to be the best within their role that they could potentially be. So that is a really high level of, of what an apprenticeship is. It's not a, you go to the class, you know, you do five days a week and one day a week you're in a classroom based. That's not really how apprenticeships work anymore. They're much more embedded alongside your current role and they're much more about bringing that back into your work and doing that alongside your workplace. So you've got those elements to practice it and to learn and to get the support and the feedback in real time within your current role. So Karen, that's a really high level overview. Um, hopefully it should answer a few questions and give some insight around apprenticeships. But you know, what what would you want, know, knowing that, I know you yeah. already know that, but sort of <laughs> hearing that again, um, why would that be of interest within the aviation industry? And particularly for you, why would you want someone to do an apprenticeship knowing that information? Well, we are hugely supportive um, of a learning culture all across aviation um, at Heathrow. Some of the work and the initiatives and things that we're looking at, this opportunity for, you know, for people to gain an additional qualification, build their skills, it'd be relatable to what they're doing and to have the opportunity to actually going from, from level two um, right the way up to, le to level seven. It's just fantastic mm. opportunities for, for, for people. So if we look at some of the, the current um, apprenticeships that, that we have, I mean, customer service, our roles are, you know, we, we service, um, you know, um, different operations for, for the client. So we've got lots and lots of uh, front-facing customer service roles. And even where we talk about customer service, I also think about internal customers as well. So a um, you know, level two customer services, there's a fantastic um, level three apprenticeship for team leaders, which would be you know really great opportunity um, in the PRS contract. We've got people moving into a team delivery manager role this would be great to go alongside the development that we're going to be putting in place for people. Then we have the next level up, well, so the next level up to level five, um, which is great, which is the people who are, are leading um, people who are leading, leading people and say so right the way up to, to the MBA. What I think is so brilliant, I mean, apprenticeships for, you know, for many people, people think it's something you do when you first leave school. It's an alternative yeah. route to going to college or university. This Absolutely. is about you can do this at any stage in, in, in your career. We'll fully support um, anybody you know, who wants to do a, an apprenticeship. And it's about where it can take you. It, it could be that it, in, you know, the best that you can be in, in your role. Or it could be something that you then think, well, actually, now let me think about what the next stage in my in my career might might look like. And when I talk about in terms of doing this, you know, at, at any stage of of your career, um, I'm not going to say what my age is, but I'm looking <laughs> at an apprenticeship because um, I think it's brilliant. I look at them and I think, gosh, there's a couple of apprenticeships which would really, really support me, um, yeah. support me in my roles. So really, you know, for, for anyone who's listening, you know, please go and have a listen to some of the other recordings. Any questions you have, 
come come through to us. So these these are great opportunities, and I'm sure Ellie's going to talk to you about some of the stuff that's actually also going on in the background, um, which is about some really specific um, uh, apprenticeships for for aviation, which which is just fantastic. That's brilliant. And and Karen, you I mean you hit the nail on the head head there. I think the really sort of traditional view of apprenticeships is that you tend to do an apprenticeship potentially as a school leaver and actually you do an apprenticeship and you sort of work your way up and and that's a really traditional way of looking at an apprenticeship and and you're absolutely right apprenticeships aren't necessarily like that anymore you can do an apprenticeship at any level and you can do it at any stage in your career as well you can be five years into your role and and be thinking about okay well what's my next development actually here's an apprenticeship that really builds some knowledge some skills and behaviors in my career path let's do it I don't have to take some time out of work to do in a you know you don't have to take like time away from work in terms of years to to stop and do some study and you still get a um, a qualification that sits alongside it and it's not you know it, it, it's because of the um the levy and the funding that there's there's no um funding required from any of the individuals to do it you know no, we really support this this whole idea of lifelong learning i don't know about you but i learn something new learn something new most days so mm-hmm. as i say this this can be whatever stage you're at in your in yeah. your career um you know why not get an additional qualification learn yeah. some things that are new and stuff that's going to really really help you um in your role or for your role for the future yeah absolutely and traditionally um i mean apprenticeships can last from anything you have to be on an apprenticeship for a minimum of 12 months which can seem really daunting um 12 to 18 months is is for your sort of level two three um level four tends to be around two years i mean it depends it's different depending on the apprenticeship that you do um but i think that can seem really daunting to begin with but what i would say there is speaking to some of our current apprentices and our past apprentices they say that time flies and actually it is a bit it does seem a bit daunting to begin with but once you're in your learning because it sits alongside your role and it's so practical um that time really does speed on past um but you spoke about some different levels there so i just wanted to give a quick overview of the different apprenticeships that are available within aviation um from a more generalist sort of way but also there are some apprenticeships that are very specific to aviation and the aviation industry so we do have um, an apprenticeship brochure that's available on the hub so please go and have a look there make sure um you sort of have a look through the different um, options that are available listeners. We'll make sure that that's um, up to date and available for you. Um, But some of the different apprenticeships, and Karen, you've mentioned these are customer services. So your level two customer services, and you've already said that actually within um, aviation, that's a really big sort of area. Um, So you've got that customer service role. Then we've got your moving into your leadership and management roles. So team leader level three, and your operations manager level five again slightly longer courses um we have just recorded a podcast so please go go and have a listen to that it will give you some more information about those different um uh different apprenticeship offers again it's it's at quite a generic level so it doesn't matter you don't have to specifically be within aviation to benefit from those 
But what I would say about the level three and the level five team leader and ops manager, same with level six, um, which is your um, degree level up to level seven, which is your route to your master's level. What I would say about those is, although they're not necessarily specific to aviation, because of that, you are put onto um, a learning cohort with people from around Wilson James as a business, but also other people within other businesses. So what's really great there is actually the learning that you're doing, you can see how you would put it into place within aviation, within your role within aviation. But actually, how does somebody else within Wilson James apply it to the, the area that they're in? So you're really starting to interact um, across the business and you're really starting to broaden your your sort of your networks your understanding and your knowledge of, of a business across um the whole the whole business rather than just specifically to aviation so that's a real benefit of looking at some of those courses which i think is is absolutely fantastic we do have some um apprenticeships that are currently in development which is brilliant because one of the things with apprenticeships is they're always delivering new standards and developing new standards for delivery. So, for example, we have a customer service apprenticeship that's approved for delivery that we're running, that we have um, apprentices currently on that are studying towards um, studying towards their, their diplomas. We also have in development, there's an aviation customer service so that apprenticeship once it gets approved for delivery which from my understanding is really close to being approved for delivery Brilliant. looks at customer service but really specifically from an aviation context um, and an aviation point of view so the the modules and the knowledge and the skills and behaviors that it will look to build and develop and um, teach apprentices or learners on that apprenticeship are really relevant towards and targeted towards aviation. So you've got the generic one, which is, is absolutely suitable, but there's also in development one that's specific to aviation. And really similar, we have um, alongside that, we have um, an aviation ground handler apprenticeship that's also in development. So again, it's looking at apprenticeships that are generic and work for you, but also what is there that's really targeted towards the aviation industry that's in development that actually is going to really enhance somebody within your with within your area, Karen, within the aviation areas sort of role in their career. Um, some standards that are approved for delivery. And again, it would really be specific to what that individual's current role is as to whether this apprenticeship would be appropriate for them and would build their skills and build their career where they would want it to, would they get what they needed to from the apprenticeship? But there are other aviation um, apprenticeships such as aviation ops manager, so aviation operation manager, and that's at a level four. There's an aviation ground operative at a level two. There's an aviation ground specialist at a level three. So even though we're looking at those sort of team leader level three, ops manager level five, we do have some aviation specific apprenticeships that are ready to, for delivery that may be of interest to, to somebody within, within that industry, again, dependent on what their current role is. So that's I'd amazing. Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's a really, you know, in terms of 
um, opportunity to people there is, you know, that there is they can look at, okay, well, is it aviation specific? Mm. That's right for me. Or actually, is it the more more broader, um, you know, apprenticeships that I would that I would be they would be interested in? And just yeah. you know, and add add for people if there is anyone who's who's going listening to this thinking, well, I'd be really interested in doing this, but I can't do it at the moment because I'm currently on furlough. Um, you can do training whilst you're in whilst you're in furlough. So um, you know, please don't let that be something that you see as, as a barrier. If it's something that you're you're interested in, uh, we absolutely support you support you with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's a really important message to share. Whilst you're on furlough, you are still available to do an apprenticeship. Um, it would be a slightly different setup simply because, again, with apprenticeships, you're putting into practice the knowledge that you're learning. So those those practical elements where you're testing and you're, you're really sort of implementing back into the workplace what you're learning, would almost get sort of paused until you're back into work. You'd really be able to focus on building those knowledge elements, though. And you could also start to think about, OK, well, how could that fit? How could I apply that? And then when you get back into the work, when you've come back from furlough, you could start putting those wheels into motion and start sort of doing that tracking and implementing those knowledge, knowledge that you, you've developed whilst you've been on furlough into practice and embedding it back into your role. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. And, and when people on some of the other um, sort of podcasts, if people are interested, mm -hmm. do we talk them through about what the steps that they need to take if they're interested and they'd like to, you know, be able to consider, be considered to do an apprenticeship? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, happy to talk you through them anyway. We're going to do a recording at the um, end or there will be available a recording at the end of the week just for those people Perfect. that are really interested in an apprenticeship. It will tell um, tell somebody what those next steps are but let's go through them anyway so whenever you do an apprenticeship we have to make sure that it's relevant to the role that you're currently doing simply because if you need to put into practice and not some knowledge that you've learned or some new skills that you've learned but it doesn't match your role not, you're not going to have the opportunity to put that into practice so there are a couple of things that we always want to do um, to make sure that we are supporting you through your apprenticeship and that you're at the right level. You know, if you're relevant for a level five, but you don't realise, we wouldn't necessarily put you through a level three. We'd, we'd put you on the level five. And similarly, if you want to do a level five, but actually you're not necessarily having exposure to the areas that would get you through your apprenticeship, we would potentially look to start you on a level three. Doesn't mean you couldn't build up to the level five, but we just want to make sure that where we're putting you, we're giving you the support for you to pass your apprenticeship. So the first thing, if there's any apprenticeships that somebody's interested in, the first thing I would do is have a conversation with your line manager and share that apprenticeship that, that you're looking at. You might find your line manager, for line managers that are listening, you might find you're starting to look at some of these apprenticeships and think about it from, oh, that would be really relevant for X in my team. So again, have a have a conversation, line manager to to individual, um, and then once you've sort of come to a decision or you want to know a little bit more information, that's when you would get in touch with us at Learning and Development, and we would start to support you in that journey. So you'd go through a couple of eligibility checks to make sure you're relevant um, and eligible for for the course. So you would need to go through what we call a skill scan, and that's again just making sure that 
what your role is matches the apprenticeship and vice versa. Um, you go through a skill scan with the provider. You would need to do a maths and English assessment. Even if you've got your GCSEs up to a level um, C, a, a, a GCSE level, you would still do an, an initial maths and English assessment. If you don't have your English or maths certificates at a level that's relevant, that's not a problem. It doesn't mean you can't do an apprenticeship. It would just mean we would support, give you the extra support and you'd need to do those um, those fundamental skills as part of your apprenticeship. So it doesn't mean you can't do one, it just means you'd sort of have to complete that as part of your apprenticeship. Um, so you would do a skills scan, you would do your maths and English initial assessments, and you would um, do some sort of formal paperwork around commitment statements, making sure you understand what the apprenticeship is asking from you, and, and just those initial um, sort of commitment um, paperwork assessments. Oh, and that's great. And thank, thank you for, for, for going going through that, because that's you know, an, an additional benefit as well for, for people is that, you know, if you if you didn't um, achieve level two um, mm -hmm. sort of English and math, the equivalent of that, you get the opportunity, you know, to, to do that as well. So it's not that, you know, as, as you're saying, that you means you can't do it. That's something yep. that you would do, um, do alongside. So it really is, you know, fantastic um, opportunities for, for people for their own personal development. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Karen, one question I would ask ask you, I guess, is we're talking about apprenticeships. We've probably got people listening in or we're sharing this podcast with people that have started to express an interest in apprenticeships. What sort of message do you want to give them? What do you want to tell them or say to them from your point of view from an, and, and from an aviation sort of aspect? What would you like to tell them? So I, I guess I'll take this from a really like a personal personal point of view. We've been talking about these levels and threes and twos and ones, or whatever. So I've done a level three and a level seven um, in, in my career. And when you were talking about the times, something like a long period of time, that was three years. But absolutely, that that sped by, and mm. um, and I'm so glad I, I did it and the impact it's had on had on my career. Um, so that's kind of like from a personal development perspective, but you know, from, from an aviation um, perspective, you know, as you say, we we really, um, you know, really are supporting about having a, a learning culture and seeing this for people as being, you know, life lifelong learning things you can you can dip in in and out of. And, um, you know, it's really relevant stuff that you get to do, you're going to get to practice, you know, within your role. Um, so it's going to mean that you're going to be the best that you possibly can be within your role, that you'll get you'll get to learn to learn stuff. And, um, you know, equally, as I say, you can do one apprenticeship, you're going to go into a different role. Um, you could then do another apprenticeship at a different level. So it's as I say, it, it, it's really, you know, and uh, as Ellie talked about, we've got the aviation specific ones, we've got the more generic ones, you get to work, um, you know, within a cohort, so you're working with other people in, in the business. These, these are great opportunities. Um, you know, we we had hoped to do some, like, you know, certainly at Heathrow, we were going to do some roadshows last mm -hmm. year. Um, obviously, with everything that, that that's happened, um, COVID hit. <laughs> COVID hit. Yeah, yeah, we've not been been able to do that, but we really want to, you know, really pick this up and really like drive for people and make sure as many people as possible have got have got access 
um, to this. And even if it's not mm -hmm. something somebody thinks, I don't want to do this, just share maybe in a few months' time. You know, please listen to the other, um, you know, the other, the other podcast, get in touch with us. And you know, we'll provide you with additional info. We can we can look at when is the time that that, that will suit you. Yeah, absolutely, perfect. Um, Karen, I don't have anything else to add in terms of apprenticeships. Um, so that that's that's all from me, um, really on this on this topic. Is there anything else that you want to include or, or add or share? I just want to say a really big thank you because of all the work that you do within within the team. Um, of, you know, of, of working on the apprenticeship standards when we're trying to get, you know, the trailblazer groups where you talked about getting, you know, new apprenticeships um, and the real commitment um, you know, to it, to all of this. Um, so just really a big, a big thank you for that. And as I say to, you know, to anyone and everyone who, who who's listening, um, you know, just get find out why not, get some more information, yeah. uh, see if something speaks to you. And, and if it does, then um, you know we're here to support you to progress that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you do have any questions, like we've sort of said throughout the the podcast, go and have a look at some of the recordings. They are available on the hub. Um, similarly, just get in contact with us. Um, contact Learning and Development, Learning and Development at WilsonJames.co.uk, and we can you know look at it at an individual um, point of view. Speak to your line managers. Karen obviously speak to Karen um, and you know even if it's something that you just want a bit more information but you don't want to commit to at the moment get in touch and we'll give you the support that you you need and give you any any information that that you're looking for Karen thank you so much for your time um, and sharing your views you. and, and your support um, and yeah I really appreciate your time thank you okay thank you take thank care thank you so much Stay guys safe. look after yourselves um, and speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.